0: Coming at you from Handsome Headquarters here in sunny Los Angeles, California, I'm Lee Sanger-Golden, and you're listening to me talk on the internet. We'll be joined in just a few moments by my illustrious colleague, Ben. But in the meantime, enjoy some music. All right. I'm Lee Sanger Golden. You're listening to me talk on the internet. It's LGR Liberal Guilt Radio. I'm joined by my illustrious co-host Ben. How you doing, bud? Hi, Lee. All right. Well, it's our second live show. Are you excited? Yeah. Great. Well, I haven't figured out how to fade out the music, so let's just let's just stop it. I don't see if hear I can anything. find a good moment to stop. All right. That seemed like as good a moment as any. They do say now is the best moment. Right. Exactly. And ideas are meant to be shared, not had. Exactly. Information wants to be free. Yeah. And that's something that my new boss uh, has told me that line. And I was like, that's great. That's almost as great as the previous best piece of advice I got uh, from a boss, which was cheaper to keep her. What? (laughs) You (laughs) used to work. The solar sector, you know
1: oh i see yeah that makes sense
0: yes and by solar sector i mean the same people who uh uh, put galileo to death because they were convinced that uh we were the center of the earth not the solar sector so they were right because they were right we are exactly i would say especially (laughs) in the 21st century i think things have realigned
1: i think we are the center of the universe
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, probably. I mean, like we were saying last time, I'm convinced I either am in the Matrix or have magical powers, but yeah, that's neither here nor there.
1: No, you know, if enough people believe it, it's probably true, right?
0: Yeah. All right, dude. So I finished that play I was writing, that alternate history play. So I'm going to send that to you. Okay. And then we're going to produce it. Sound good? Oh, uh, It sounds amazing. I can't wait. I, am, I, am I supposed to give you notes? You can here. I'm like, uh, oh, sh- well, I, I was about to share through Google Docs, but I'll just send you up i I'll just send you up a good old PDF, so you can mark it up if you want.
1: Send it to my fast mail, please. We don't oh, need for sure.
0: On the Google webs, I'm <laughs> <like> <laughs> you're
1: sending it from your Gmail account,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. whatever, dude. Whatever. Yeah, I mean the point the point of this play is to piss off as many people as possible. So we'll see if we can get there. Um, I'm pretty sure we
1: can. Yeah, we probably shouldn't talk about it quite yet.
0: No, no, we're gonna we're gonna need the support of the community uh, to make this happen. Uh, So uh, stay tuned for details on this play. That's right, I'm returning to the theatre, the theatre, and I'm excited. (laughs) I'm assuming from the silence that Ben is just as fucking excited as me. But I, you know, I'm not one to.
1: Yeah, you know, I don't. I don't cheer at games. I don't really. Yeah. I don't do the applause. But yes, okay. I
0: am actually more excited than you. Okay, great. That's yeah. all I need to know. Just wanted to state that for the record. <sighs> so, what's going on in Ben World this week? Yeah,
1: just it's. Uh, I'm I'm getting to some. I fixed the sink today. It was leaking. Nice. Um, I'm gonna move where the. Uh air return is on our central air system because they stalled Mm -hmm. it in the worst place you can have it, which is just in Uh, the middle of the kitchen. So it just sucks in all the hot air from everywhere and just the thing barely. So I'm going to move that to where it's supposed to be, which is like a cool draft free mm -hmm. hallway. We don't really Mm -hmm. have a hallway, but so I'm going to do that tomorrow. So I was just sizing that up just now. And, uh, you know, had a pretty good work week, some good convos. Good. Calling people out on their hypocrisy, not <laughs> directly, indirectly, but what's great is that everyone gets it, you know respect people call for democratic input, but then say they want to take things offline one on one. it's like, well, why not just talk about it now in front of the demos?
0: Well, I was texting you know? with your I was texting with your c e o last night um so that's the great thing is now that, you know, we were, I think we were technically the same level at the company, but now that I'm gone, I'm technically above you because I'm friends with your boss. Just wanted, just wanted you to know <laughs> which, never, where you boss, are in the pecking in order.
1: The record, sir. <laughs> okay. Okay.
0: <laughs> good. good to know. All right. So Ben world seems to be going. Okay. What's your bug situation? I feel like every, you know, uh, uh, every person I know who owns like a home that's like, you know, has a little history to it. There's some sort of bug situation. You got any bugs? You mean like the little
1: little critters, bugs, or different like people listening yeah, well, in on me? That no, night?
0: no. Well, we all know the NSA is on our shit, um, but uh, no, Everything I mean like privatized it mainly. It oh, really? Mainly just like well, yeah, it's the big
1: five tech companies that do most yeah. of the surveillance now, and then okay, NSA is like, hey,
0: can we listen in? And they're like, fuck you. All right, so let me see if I can list off those five uh, tech companies. Um, there is the Burger King Kids Club there's number like three that's number three uh there's q branch from james bond um there's section something from star trek and hmm. then there is uh i think it's just the bird king kids club again i think that's it that's six They're right on there twice <laughs> <With> McDonald's, <laughs> yeah. mcdonald's playground did it make it no no wow yeah, I mean their tech infrastructure is just not as good, you know. They do have those uh those like uh kiosks where you can order things and fire and and take someone's job at the same time. But, but you um,
1: Yeah. But you don't think inside those balls inside the play pens there's like some sort of tracking devices and stuff and like it's letting out small amounts of some sort of like element we brought back from Mars that's actually making I it mean, easier for the you know
0: those ball those ball pits have a large amount of hep c but i don't know if there's any sort of extra well, that's old school i'm talking that. about new school man <laughs> oh okay cool yeah of course yeah, they've space got disease. It. but yeah so you but you so what yeah what is your bug situation what's the bug that you, you that you see during the summer that's the the worst because during the summer i get flies I get flies wow. outside my front of my house and they well, go for the
1: wetness issue. Is that's like, a wetness. How are you yeah. watering? When do you water? I'm not. I've Elma. stopped
0: watering. I'm just going to kill. I've decided to kill all of my plants. I fucking So hate what them. it is, it's some area that's just slightly cooler and damper and yeah. they're just loving it. They're loving it, but I have so many traps out. It's just like fly swats outside. So like the house is oh chill. There's no bugs in the house. Everything's okay. I mean, you know the normal number I mean, of spiders let or whatever. I live, man. If no What's wrong? No, no. I'm fighting war with them. See, Ben, I'm always at war. This is my problem. I'm the peaceful guy. It's like I America, want to unilateral war. war. I'm always at war. Exactly. But I finally declared. You know, I I I, I had to fight in the past couple of weeks. I was fighting flies. Covered California, Blue Shield, um, an entire uh, group of medical practitioners, uh, and uh, pretty much out, pretty much everything else. The uh, local Ford dealership, uh, my wow. form, my former landlord, um, dude. I've just fought with everybody. Uh, uh, T-Mobile, I fight with everybody, and it's not Don't the let people. The system win, man. That's really what it's about. It's not really fighting. Well, yeah, because here's the thing. Oh, my boy's crying, so Penny's gonna go check on him because she's a good she's a good doggy. All right, good job. <laughs> this is, I'm like that's not I'm the dad that's not my work to go attend to the crying kid. That's, no, for that's why you have a puppy. Yeah. yeah, no, the wife's on it. She's on it. Um, but yeah, so here's the here's the thing: is everyone thinks I'm a dick for these? Oh, you're just being mean to customer care agents. No, 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 no. I know oh, exactly you make what to say. With them. Exactly. Oh, yeah. We're fighting the same fight together. So I make yeah. it their job as easy as possible and then give them a, t- a really good QA score because they always get QA'd on these cases, especially the big tough cases. So you can actually help the person out. Plus, if you know the ropes of how to escalate your shit, you don't even have to deal with the, with the customer care person. You can make that the easiest case of the day. Yeah. Like when I, when I call them up, I'll just be like, hey, I know this is not your fault. In fact, we're on, probably on the same side. You seem like a nice person. Says so has nothing to do with you. I understand that it's always policy. It's never people that cause a bad customer care mm-hmm. experience. So um, here's uh, my issue. And I um, need to escalate it to the right person. Uh, the issue is, and then I'll quote exactly what it is, whether it's $50, $100, $1,000, whatever. And uh, here's the amount of time that it's going to take if the person resists and uh, – I'm just going to lay it out for you that it is. Well, actually, I don't do this with the customer care person. I just kind of lay that out and make it clear that there's nothing they need to do. They just got escalated on up, and then that person, I say, this is how much money you're going to spend with me if you don't give me what you want, what I want, and I'll never go away. And this is how much money we're talking about. And then it usually ends, <laughs> and I always get one. Really, I, want. I always it always works. Yes, always. Um, so cheap. yeah, it's like you learn. I you, thought you, you, every you, single landlord I've ever had. Ever every single insurance company I've ever had, I fought every single uh, um, every single insurance company. I already say that every single car insurance and medical. Insurance, I fought them all. Every single cell phone people, every single internet people, I fought them all, and I always win. Because here's the thing, and I'm am I a dumbass, Ken? Sure. And as as my friend Dave said, do you want your Jew badge now or later? Um, when I explain this to him, but here's the thing they pit the middle class against the the lower class which i actually don't want to call them lower. i want to call the entry level class no working hard working? working people actually sure. doing the yes. things that make it so
1: that all these systems actually function it's right. never the people on the so call.
0: it's the yeah exactly so you got your mid mid-management middle class folks like you and me and then you have the working class folks who have to like suck our dick or bleh, have, to, uh, wow. eat, <laughs> have to eat our ass right and, and if they don't, then they get in trouble. This is why I never actually get the person in trouble. Always make it clear that they're not the problem. Um, oh, yeah. But they pit us against each other, so they give us shitty service. And this is why I'm realizing that like Ralph Nader was was right, <laughs> that the best way to protect Americans uh, is to protect them as consumers and as employees. So it's like the, the labor people and the consumer protection people, I think those guys are the real folks are the real heroes because, yeah, I would love to see a revolution where we just like storm the gates and take down capitalism. But as we've seen from the from the um, the Capitol Hill riots, they'll just throw us in jail. So it's like, okay, well, what do we do now since we can't just like revolt openly? Well, we can do the very adult dad like thing of just being like, well, if we advocate for customers and we advocate for employees, then people will get a fair deal out of the businesses that they work for and do business with. And then if there's that kind of fairness, then there would be true equality. So that is why they put that's why you can't call the CEO of Covered California. But Covered California or or uh, Blue Shield or whatever, they are pit. They are insulating themselves from you, from the pain that you might be experiencing as a consumer by putting uh, uh, working level people in your path and then just letting those people take the abuse. So don't do that. Never abuse those people. Use, and I'll post some methods about this, use methods to just pass through those people, give them an easy call. You know what I mean? Make it easy. They don't have to argue, don't have to do anything. Um, And uh, take it to the people that hurt. And if everyone acted like this, if everyone demanded that they get what they deserve, then People would get it. And I'll tell you, unfortunately, the person who cracked this open for me is America's favorite racist, Adam Carolla, because he was talking on his pod once about trying to return something to like Nordstrom or something. And he had a gift card for ninety eight dollars and or he had a gift card for one hundred dollars and he bought ninety eight dollars worth of shit. And they were like, well, we have to give you a two dollar gift card back. And he said, now I want my two dollars back. And they said, "Okay, well, then why don't you spend you can buy this? And then it would be $101. It's like, no, I want my $2. And they said, well, sir, our policy is we don't do refunds in cash. And he said, well, my policy is I do. And that was like as douchey and Ken and whites and like uh, white privilege as that is, um, that cracked my world open. And now, and it just, it leaves, when you get escalated, up and they start well sir that's just our policy and when you come back and you say i understand that's your policy but my policy is i do prorate my policy is no if i cancel before the end of the month no you're not going to charge me my policy is if you don't give me my shit on time i get my fucking money that's my policy. And since Citizens United said corporations are people, great. If you have the same rights as me, then I have the same rights as you. You set arbitrary fucking policy on what you do. I set my own goddamn policy. And it's not arbitrary because it's based on what's going on right now. So give me my money or give me my shit. Wow. <laughs> Isn't that fun? But I've declared to the people. I, I, you know, I, I had to fight Blue Shield in Carver, California to save $850. And I'm done. And um, the one the one thing that I did lose um, was I did lose something from I uh, from a local practitioner. Um, and I will pay them the 125 because that's the thing when it's local people and it's a small business. You know what? Give them the benefit of the doubt. Don't screw them. Don't write the shitty Yelp review. Whatever. If it's Blue Shield, take as much as you can. Soak mm-hmm. up as much as you can, and then don't give them anything. Fuck them. But if it's your local business, um, no, don't give them too much shit. Don't give them shit at all. So like the thing is like, there's been situations where I've been totally in the wrong. Like I went over my miles on my lease, my last car, because I thought that I had more miles, but I didn't, it was totally my fault. And when they charged me the thousand bucks, I said, you know what? I lose. That's fine. Um, I lose and I paid him the thousand bucks. Um, Meanwhile, I, there was a local nursery who they sold me some trees, and um, we also bought some trees from, from Home Depot. The Home Depot trees, when those fucking dried up, we took those back and got their money. When the trees from Ricardo's dried up, you know, I didn't go blaming them. Uh, I just sucked it up and, and, and took the hit, and that's okay that's totally okay. When our systems don't treat people equally, we have to kind of in our own personal lives tip the scales a little bit, which is why I think um, in addition to the consumer and employee protections that we can use to sort of rescue people from capitalism, I think we need companies to embrace sliding scale pricing. So um, when we go get burritos downtown, when we used to work together, the burrito closest burrito place, the burritos were $15. Remember that? $15. Mm, I guess. So the burrito at the place around the corner from my place, same amount of food, same everything, I would actually say tastier, $4. So that's the thing is like to the folks who've lived in this community for 30 years, their whole lives, yeah, that burrito should be $4. But for me, I'm the like gentrifying colonial Zionist piece of shit. My burrito should cost $15. And if Warren Buffett comes in, or Jeff Bezos comes in; their burrito should cost four point eight million dollars. A progressive yeah, be a
1: percentage of what you have. But why do it at the point of purchase? Why not do it? Because w- w- I, I agree with you on on this. But one of the hardest parts about breaking. Oh, the I'd love of to do it at the
0: distribution of wealth level. Oh no, but- what I'm
1: saying one of the hardest parts about breaking the holes of capitalism is it can't be all consumer and employee because that's where capitalism mainly takes place. It's about how do we incorporate these same protections for all of the unpaid and necessary work of the world yeah. that people do because we're humans or because you care right. about the planet. So I would add, I'm not saying your two things. Your two things are uh, necessary to have a functioning capitalist economy. Yeah. But if we're, if we're trying to break away from it, as you're saying, we have to apply all these things outside of commerce and outside of our jobs. And that's the real – that's like the
0: socialist revolution. Don't say – dude. No.
1: <laughs> I knew you'd get mad if I said it. I just wanted to say it.
0: God but damn it. So Don't say socialist that. revolution on my I know, know like,
1: You like when I say that stuff. I do. Yeah. so know. many – it's so much more – because the thing is like socialism, if you look at it, it, it encompasses a lot of other stuff too. It's not only one thing. And so I'm just using that as kind of like a round-off term
0: just to kind of get under your skin yeah, about it. But when you call, when you call, and, and Amelia does this too, when you, when you talk about, you call things, oh, socialism and the socialist revolution, it's like when my mom calls a band a group, it's like, oh, yeah, they're a good group. It's like, that's not the word for it anymore. Yeah, no, I know. Economic, is, uh... equa- just call it economic, equality. it's called economic equality. Because socialism, unfortunately, brings forth the idea of just a bunch of like uh, big fat guys in Chairman Mao suits, you know, sending oh, people I know, off to gulags. But just because it's been
1: co opted, I mean, and this it doesn't mean that you can't look at what, and that's why it's not a utopian and it's not a. No, no um,
0: you absolutely have to acknowledge it's been co opted and give it up. It's that okay? Here's a perfect example. Then what's the alternative? What do we do?
1: Just call it something else, for Christ's sakes! Because oh, it has yeah, yeah, too yeah. much. Oh yeah, I don't. That's fine. That's fine. But it, so, it you can't let you can't let the the colonizers win every time they take a word. You can't. There's no reason
0: that we should have to move on to another one. That's ridiculous. No, we should, and they, I think but it doesn't matter right, whether or well, not we should. Yeah. It's like it's just tactical; it's tactics, you know. I, I mean, what you are saying. Just tactically abandon that because it's the same thing. It's like you say, like uh, you say, it's Obamacare. People are like that's socialism, and you say the Affordable Care Act, and they're like, great, I love it. It's th- yeah. that's all it is—is is branding. And I am like, yeah, you are right. It is stupid, but we have to do it. I mean, and it, it just—it is the way people react to things is the way people react to things, and it goes both ways. There is a there's I remember a famous case. Um, and it's popped up a couple of times, but there was one particular example example of a professor using a term that is an adverb that just so happens to sound very much like the N word. And unfortunately, what the the adverb is like basically like lazy, which is a a a a attribute falsely. Uh, 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 attributed to the group that was called this particular word. So it seems like this word is basically saying that you are doing things in a inwardly way and therefore you are lazy. And it seems super racist, but it actually has nothing to do with that. It's just a word that happens to sound like that and it happens to uh, uh, have a really bad offensive connotation now so would you technically be in the right by being a white professor saying oh you guys really did this project and use that word yes sure but there's going to be a bunch of people who are like they don't know the context of the word and they are going to be mad at you and then there's going to be people who do know the context of the word but they're just like dude it's not worth it so that's the thing is like you say the term socialism. People think of Hitler. See, this is the thing. is like Hitler said he was a national socialist. I mean, I know that that term is meaningless. But right-wing people, they look at Hitler and this is what they say. He was a liberal. He was a vegetarian. Uh, He was a total liberal. He loved art. He was a total liberal. He was a socialist. You know that? Hitler was a socialist. Everyone says the fascists are right-wing. No why? They're liberals. Hitler was a liberal. So... You just that, and, and same thing. Liberal, uh, leftist, all of these terms. Just give them up. It's fine. Give them up. Language changes so ma- so much, you know. Yeah, it's the same thing. Not the same thing, but okay. Like it's not the same thing, but you know. Well, that's why words alone are never enough. Sure, enough where it becomes
1: very difficult to talk about. Complex systems in history if everything has to be yes. short and, and sweet, because it's like, well, you you can't really do that.
0: So why so I get only lost way in to the word?
1: Socialism now is to have like you know, months of discussion with people and you know, and it's just
0: just very Right. But the second social- you say socialism, the conversation's over. That's the problem. Well, you can't even get to the conversation.
1: Well, you no matter what word you I mean, that's that's just a tension span.
0: And um No, you can. So, certain terms work better. Economic equality, the, 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 the 99%, the 1%, these terms just pull better than socialism, even if they mean the same thing. Oh, yeah, that's true. So that's the thing is like once the – That's why we
1: are our own worst enemy. Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean think of the – this is kind of the inverse of when – like the way that a a group gets to control what they're sort of called, you know what I'm saying? And I know people like get freaked out like, oh, whoa, you know, and I, you know, I've succumbed to this too. It's like, okay, what are we supposed to call everybody today? You know, yesterday it was – you know, first it was prisoners, then it was ex cons, then it was formally incarcerated people, and then it's rehabilitated people. And like, they're fucking people that were in jail. Now they're not, you know what I'm saying? Like, but we just kind of go with it, you know, and the, the same thing when it comes to gender identity, racial identity, you just, you know, once a group that generally just to sort of size, Hey, this is a better way to refer to us, just go fucking go with it. And I know sometimes it's like, it can be frustrating for whites. We're like, but why can't I just call you a boop? Um, but you know, shut the fuck up, get with it. So I think that sort of, if you acknowledge that words are so recyclable like that, and so just, I mean, just frankly disposable, then you just kind of, because something gets a, you know, like people used to call, uh, you know, transgender people, like, I don't even want to say it, but like a mean term. And then it was sort of like, and that was, but that was socially acceptable. And now it's like, "Mm, no, now it's not socially acceptable. So, um, language just changes really quickly. And so I think we have to take that into account and be like, when you say socialism, people think of gulags, not somebody like getting getting it up. But what I'm saying is regardless of the
1: words without long concentrated discussions and in in conversations, it just, it it doesn't really matter what words we use. Nice. The political struggles, the systems change don't happen because we change the words we use. It's got to be concerted, organized action for generations. And the only oh. way to make that really happen and have progress is if you can have long conversations. But, you know, it's uh, happening. Well, you know, some of my friends always tell me I'm too uh, cynical or pessimistic. I'm like, I'm just, I'm, well, you know, I'm not predicting the future. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm just saying this is our ill. We got to do something
0: about it. Uh, shout outs to profit to the nations, uh, who, uh, who joined the show. How's it going? If you got a comment, uh, profit to the nation, send me a message and we'll, uh, we'll put you on air. Um, but yeah, feel free to join. Um, you know, I should actually, I think next time we'll send out this link beforehand. We'll schedule it and be like, Hey, we're doing a live show. Hop on. Oh, that's a very good idea. <laughs> Cause right now we're just hopping. I haven't announced it to anybody in the, any, anywhere. So I, I think mean, that we're might just be like- a first. I don't think anyone <laughs> yeah. has ever told.
1: Giving anyone a heads up ahead of time about something they're going to do? <laughs> no, I think we I should make a word for it. Let's call it planning. Plan How about Right. That?
0: Right. Good. Good. Good example. Okay. Great. Well, shout out profits to the nations. <laughs> How's it going? Um, okay. So, yeah. What else is going so what's, on? Uh, Phoenix what's up next on the agenda. Phoenix is getting investigated by the DOJ for being racist against. Um, immigrants because basically there's some new law where they can basically just like pull over anybody it's just like it's uh and there's going to be a lot of you know uh, uh wrongful incarcerations because of just so you know whenever there is uh any type of uh, uh ethnic profiling once you, When you broaden your sort of sweep for, quote, criminals, unquote, uh, to just include the generic race of the people you associate with this particular, quote, crime, unquote, you just statistically get a lot of false positives. A lot of guys who end up in jail because a cop doesn't – isn't very good at we telling – We just
1: wanted to make sure. It's like, well, let's just assume that everything is fine instead of assume it's not fine.
0: And doesn't that kind of go against the, like, guilty until proven innocent? I mean, because that's the thing is, or I'm sorry, innocent until proven guilty. Because, like, the thing is, if you are in jail or detained, you are being punished. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And then it's found out that, like, oh, actually, we were looking for, uh, you know, Octavio... Uh, Jimenez and your Hector Jimenez and they're like, sorry, we kept you in jail for 90 days. You have been punished. So you were sort of assumed guilty. And so, you know, look, I, that, that's kind of the way things work. You get, you get arrested if they think you're dangerous, they think you did it. But when it comes to to just the act of, hey, I want to come to a place so I can be with my children or get a job or support my children or send money home to my mom, whatever, blah, 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 blah. The idea of like just sweeping them up just cause and throwing them in jail, it's bad. And am I making a sweeping generalization? Yes, I am. Because in general, I just think that sweeping up Brown people because you're afraid of losing your job is a shitty thing to do. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm staying off social media these days. I, you know, I, I, there's so many, um, Hoodhawks that are flying above our neighborhood. Um, everyone, what do they call them? Ghetto birds. I feel like that's offensive, so I call them hoodhawks, which is also probably offensive too, but whatever. At least at least there's alliteration there. So anyway, I was like, I'm gonna sign up for Nextdoor because I feel like, you know, when I see a helicopter, you know, some Karen will post there was a blah, 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 and that's my helicopter. At least have some understanding of why the helicopter is there. You know what I'm saying? And and whatever. But the first time I hopped on to like do anything uh onto Nextdoor, the first thing I said I saw was like somebody just saying god bless the the god bless the LAPD. I told them about a homeless encampment and within an hour they were there rounding them up, kicking them out and um just thank god and then like you know, people commenting and I just like, I couldn't help it. I just, re- I just replied. Okay, great. So, uh, when, you know, you're down on your luck and you lose your house, I can just call the cops on you and they'll just sweep you up and posted within minutes. I had to cancel my account because <laughs> I was just like, I'm not the kind of person who uses the word cyberbully because that's something that people who, have not actually been bullied. Well, look, okay. Yes, obviously there's kids who get cyberbullied and kill themselves, and it's horrible. Yeah, but would I'm a 36-year-old man. I'm not going to be like, I was being cyberbullied. But I was hardcore being cyberbullied by people who were just like, you don't fucking understand, man. You've never had your car broken into. Uh yes, I've had my car broken into. You've never had people experience you never had homeless people crowding up your neighborhood. Yes, I I definitely have and I never called the cops on them. <laughs> uh like all of this shit like acting like I was some person who hasn't just been uh living in communities uh that have these these pro- these social problems my whole life and just basically saying that I was just like a piece of shit. So I was like, "Okay, I quit." Like I just like this is this is the world that we're we're in, you know what I mean? And uh um I saw not to get too alarmist, but there was like there's this new thing of people putting up and it's usually from what I see, conservative people putting up like pro hey, fuck Biden pro-Trump kind of things. And then they put razor blades on them because they know people rip them off. When I was a kid, I used to go around and just steal conservative people's signs too. But now they put razors on there. Jeez. And that is crazy. I've seen a few examples. I'm not saying all people who have a fuck Biden thing do that. But I've let's just say, when was the last time you saw someone with a Barbara Lee poster that was covered in booby traps? That's crazy. Never once ever. So I think, remember when you were a kid and you hear this urban legend about the person who got pricked with a a needle and there was a note that said welcome to real life you got aids the the woman yes. who who got got hurt with well, the latest woman who got hurt trying to take down one of these signs that was <laughs> booby trapped with razor blades you know they had to get her on an antiviral they had to give her the tests like basically the same thing like that happens if you get like bitten by a person mm-hmm. who's like a High risk, or you know, something like that happens. They put you on the anti, on the viral um, meds immediately. They do the test because usually it takes like six or three months, I think at least for 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 like AIDS or whatever to show up. So they got this woman on this, and I started to think like, are we at that level where we're actually going to start? Because you know, we see these like these things that we would think would never happen. Like, wow, a guy would never just go up in an office building and shoot the president. Oh, a person would never just like take a gun to school and shoot everyone. A person would never just like take a plane and crash in the world. Chaser. So all these things that we just sort of assumed were so crazy that no one would do them have like all been done. And I'm like, are we going to get to a point where there's just people just putting AIDS on fucking Trump posters or something? Like, are we almost oh, yeah. there? Are we so terrified of each other? Are we so disgusted by each other? Are we so pitted against each other by the powers that be that this is where we're at just cutting each other with razor blades?
1: Uh, yes. <laughs> yes, that is where we are. And the we doesn't have to be that many people. Even if it's 0.1% no. of 300 million, it's enough to show up. And since most of following social media or any you know, mainstream thing, they're going to talk about stuff going on all over right. the world. So it, over, it, it brings the extreme, the it Jesus. normalizes the extreme. It makes it seem like the extreme is the normal. Right. That overturned window no bullshit. Yeah. It doesn't mean it's fine that these things are happening
0: yeah but yeah all right well speaking of displaced people who need a home uh let's turn our thoughts to those in uh uh those in palestine uh who are experiencing some fucked up shit i, I have always believed that there should be a, a safe place for jews to live um but i also believe that that place should be safe for for all people in order for it truly to be a Jewish state, Mm -hmm. I am pretty grossed out by some of the, by what some of the IDF people have been doing. And also, uh, by what these like settlers are doing. I mean, like that is the thing is like, that's really what scares me. Governments be evil and governments hurt people. But like when it's like settlers in the West bank, we're like, you know fucking trying to lynch people and shoot people i mean it's just disgusting and it's not jewish and it's fucked up but meanwhile the people who are like <laughs> calling billie eilish a a, a a a white supremacist because she's selling a record in in uh, in israel fucking eat my ass eat my ass okay and that's the thing is like people are like oh well you know there's there's laws on the you know there's all these laws on the books um you know that give Jews, more rights in Israel than, uh, you know, elsewhere. And it's like, uh, yeah, well that's because so many people have been fucked up to the Jews over the years that we kind of needed to put some laws on the books to say, Hey, it's cool to be a Jew here. And then people will say, yeah, but well, there should also be laws in the book saying that like other people are protected. I was like, okay, well that's a little bit like saying all lives matter. OK, because there's plenty of places in the Middle East where it is explicitly on the books that Muslim people have uh, more rights. Um, so anyway, I disagree with everyone in this particular matter. But, I, you know, I think I've come up with something that, you know, people will still the folks who were like from the river to the sea, you um, They're they're not going to buy this. And the folks who are like, you know, we get all of Israel for the Jews. They're not going to buy this. But look, just pull out of the fucking West Bank. Pull every person, every Jew out of the West Bank. And then I think that we we give it. We take, let's say, a trillion dollars and we build a house for every single displaced um, Palestinian family. And if there's any money left, then we just give it to the people and that's it. And then we'll we can we can afford it. We're the Jews. Then we have the moral high ground. And then if if Palestine wants to attack us, then we'll kick their ass and be proven right once again. <laughs> so there we go. That's my feeling about this week's uh, this week's take or this week's uh, Israel news. What are you thinking, Bud? Yeah,
1: I mean I think just relates really directly back actually to the comment about housing in the U.S. Yeah, because a lot of the militaristic things coming out of Israel. Have a lot to do with U.S. military policy, Christian evangelicalism. Um, that's not actually a word, and um, it is. It's all it's about allocation of resources. So yeah. we should be first. I mean, it could be in a lot of places, but um, it's 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 it, at times also. You know more than just the let me do this for you yeah it's looking at the entire supply chain um of resource extraction and right. who's doing it and and how they're being given rights and compensated sure. so you know the one-time action of building some homes is nice but
0: if there aren't corrections along oh the yeah supply we gotta keep the peace yeah we got to keep the peace after that. I think that's just a first start. I mean, I I think that like, you know, so many people get so pissed off by the idea of reparations. And I'm like, that's kind of, there's so many people and groups that have been like wronged throughout the world, that you, that's kind of the only solution. If you it, look, I wish that there was a better solution. Just paying everybody off. But in our bullshit capitalist system, that's how you give people something. So I guess that's what we do. And I think the situation in Israel is a perfect example of why you have to sort of complete the whole thing. You can't just appease one group and then move on. You know, it's like, obviously, the Jews were wronged many times, especially in World War Two. And so they basically got reparations. Hey, here's some land. But then by doing that, then uh, uh, Palestinian people were displaced. Depl- so now we have to give them reparations. So it's like um, – and I think we should. And I think that there's people who feel like, well, if we give – why should we give black people free money? And it's like it's not your money, motherfucker. No one wants your money. Okay?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> it's not yours. It's the rich guy's money. And if the rich guys are like, we don't want to give money to the black people, then we'll fucking eat you. Yeah, and a lot of
1: it's in this idea of also whose money it is
0: metaphorically, okay, then, Yes,
1: yeah, we'll it's you. not theirs either. Of course yeah, not. That's the whole point. Money. Is it was but stolen? You're giving it back. It's the money, but it's the access to the resources
0: to begin sure. with. But that's how you and get in the room. You that's how you to. get resources.
1: If they're oh yeah, but that's it. That's it, that's when things are functioning without any subjective overlay yeah. by the people who hold the paywalls
0: 100% so
1: that's a problem with just the, the money
0: aspect is that it doesn't necessarily oh here's another hot paywalls. take here's another hot take the reason why uh, Israel's so unpopular um, uh, countries in the Middle East hate immigrants <laughs> that's what it all is, is anti-immigration <laughs> you know it's like oh we don't want Jews and Russians and Americans coming into the Middle East so, okay all right. Well, that sounds exactly like the same fucking people who are like, let's keep the people out of the Middle Eastern com- uh, countries out of here. Let's keep, uh, uh, let's, let's build a wall. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I mean that's like, not unique to the Middle East. Almost every single no, country is exactly, pretty No, exactly. I'm just saying like, <laughs> fuck this sanctimonious attitude, okay? It's like, what's the difference between build a wall and from the river to the sea? Zero. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Exactly. Anyway. Look, I, look I had a here. friend who was like, "Look, is Israel in the wrong in a lot of matters? Of course. Is this some sort of bizarre death cult that were religious death cult that we're involved in? Unabashedly so, but that's all that that's all countries, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? God and country, whatever. But yeah, here's, you know, here's the thing. My friend Dave, he said, "Look, since you're not going to solve the problem in the Middle East or anything or any of these things, what's the point? What's the difference?" between having a political opinion and preferring a sports team. And what I said was effectively nothing that if I, my rooting for the A's does not matter. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's not going to help them beat the giants next time they see each other in the world series in the same way that me, supporting, I don't know, some shit line of uh, 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 the $15, the $20 minimum wage, you know, that's not actually going to make it happen necessarily. So but ethically, morally, uh, uh, philosophically, it is every, every what you stand for what you believe is everything. But functionally, it's nothing. It's the same as yeah. like, sports I mean, there is a, so if, is America if you're
1: sitting around talking about it. Of course, there's sure. the exact same thing. But the a whole idea of politics is that it's a process. Right. It doesn't just exist in what we call democracy. It's always a process, however it looks. So you can actually participate in it day in, day, day in, yeah. day out. With the sports team, that's completely just. Sure. Yeah. But yeah, but, but that's the problem with the lot My point is, of just like
0: these I'm not gonna, crazy how can I, people my point that can say. Yeah. Go ahead. No, sorry. You go ahead. I am always no. interrupting.
1: I was going to, you know, as liberal goes, I was going to say it's, it's a problem with a lot of people, including liberals, is. You're sitting around talking to your friends over brunch isn't politics. No. That's basically sports jockeying and all. Like, It's yeah, not, it's not even a, a meal. meal. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's between it's two brunch, meals. Yeah. And you're getting wasted anyway. Right. So you're not going to remember any of it. But, uh, yeah, it's about the participation in the process. But, yeah, right. if you're just stating your, which one you prefer, that is an ethics or more. But that's not really – that is signal that's yeah that's basically like a
0: sports team that's a great comparison
1: yeah it really doesn't matter what you say
0: to right your friends over brunch Sh- um shout out to a couple of new listeners Ram u welcome Bam rock oh like you're little from babe podcast. i just watched babe actually i watched babe a few weeks ago i love that movie yeah hey let's uh um oh whatever hey if you're still here, Baram, feel free to dial in and we'll, we'll put you on the air. Um, and looks like also some randomly generated the email name entered the studio. Well, you know, I think we got a nice, a nice group of bots who are hopping in and hopping out of our show. Um, but hey, we're getting some listeners or something. That's cool. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, hot takes, hot takes, hot takes. Like so. So my point is, that like, yeah, I, uh, I, like, uh, how am I ever going to root against my home team? You know. Like, how am I like, you know, there's been times where Israel's in the right. There's been times when Israel's in the wrong, but at the end of the day, it's my mother country more so than America. And I won't stand with her if she starts committing genocide. And I obviously don't stand for her when she's hurting anybody, uh, especially unprovoked, but that's my fucking team. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm I'm never going to give up on that ever. And mm-hmm. even if they and are in the am- wrong, that's even more of a reason not to give up so that you can do everything in your power to put them back in the right. right. Because we See, have lost depends- the moral high ground in a lot of ways, Ben, and we need to gain it back. Well, not gain exactly. it back, but at least do right, be Jewish, be ethical, be progressive, be liberal, be all the things that we were brought up to stand for. Exactly.
1: And, um, and what the problem is with a lot of this, especially when we're looking at it from the outside is we only see this one aspect of what's going on, but the day to day lives of a lot of people are much more and we don't actually know what's going on in terms of the the good stuff because it doesn't really, it's all the sensationalism is around the bad stuff. Mm. So maybe we should move
0: there. Make Aliyah. Um, I believe me, I've considered it. I mean, that's just kind of my plan. Is if like the end times come, then I'm just gonna, you go to the go. Golan Heights. Just go, just fucking go. I like I said, I won't die for, I won't kill for Israel, but I'll die for her. like all, you know, whatever they need. If even if they need like human shields, Operation Get Behind the the Liberals, like I'll I'll do it. You know what I'm saying? What, like really, whatever. You thinking, know, I'm going to the fucking Highlands, man. Okay. I mean i just hope that the i mean the problem is that the war might be between iran and israel and so my son is you know yeah, is one grandpa's war. a jew the other grandpa's from iran both of whom were really- liberal nice dads who really have nothing nothing no real different opinions about anything but are we are sort of pitted against each other militarily and that is just my greatest fear and obviously my greatest fear is something happening to my son um but a war between Iran and Israel would be, you know, tantamount to that. Anyway,
1: if it turned to a full blown war, it's
0: not going to be just Israel and Iran. I know that's, that will be the, if Israel and Iran start a world, uh, that'll start a world war, start a world war. Will we go to uh, Joe Biden? Are you kidding me? Joe Biden's not going to go to war in Iran. I'm fucking kidding me! Exactly, because the thing is, President look Buttigieg. You think Pete Buttigieg wouldn't love to go? No, because they're Iran. the
1: ones that probably when you know documents come out and the as things be released.
0: Yeah, it'll be
1: the U.S. active intervention, like we've done in dozens of other countries, to right. to make that happen, and then just blaming yeah. some other countries for starting it. But it's like, no, we were always there, actively engaged in making.
0: Yes, it. of course, of course. I mean, it would just be an utter disaster. But I mean, at the end, I mean, that's just, I I, I hate to have to think about this kind of stuff, but it's like, you know, uh, the thing but I think that at the end of the day is if they were coming around to round up Jews, my wife would say, I'm coming with you. And if they were coming around to, to, to round up Middle Eastern people or Muslims, I'd say, take me too. And I think that's the most important thing. Uh, But you know, if we get into a war with Iran and like, like, I don't know. I'm sorry. I, I know I never I, I decide with Israel. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I mean, my first opinion on any war is no war, no war, no war. You know, if someone like I I would be opposed to that would be my first opinion. If war broke out between Israel and Iran, even if it was Iran's fault, I would say I oppose this war. That being said, Shalom. is Shalo, so, that what that means? No. No. I think it means Shalom Seek and ye yeah. shall receive. It's, uh, it means, is this the real life? Is this his fantasy caught in a landslide?
1: Oh, that's the original? Yeah, that's the original. So that's... Prince just ripped off some ancient script?
0: Uh, yeah. Wait, was that Prince? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Well... You know, it's it were like a therapist. Oh, no. It had, Queen. Sorry. That like sounded wrong band. as I was saying it. That's one of those things where, like, I said something, and then I totally forgot what it was I said, so I just kind of, I was like... I just go said, with it. If someone said those lyrics to my favorite song, I'd be like, yeah, Queen, but me having just said it, if you asked me what band that was, I would have been like, uh, Prince? <laughs> 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 uh, well, um... As they say in therapy, it hasn't been an hour, but uh, it's been 48 minutes. So, um, any last words of wisdom, then? I love this exit music. Yeah, I mean, this has been this is all actually this is always our intro and exit music. What? Usually, we're not doing it live. We don't get to hear it.
1: Oh, like I've never listened to any of our recorded podcasts.
0: I don't actually even know how to find them. So, this is wonderful. <laughs> I love the live version. I get to hear it. Yeah. So, this is the. Um, This is called Faith in Dark Places, written by me. Oh, wow. Uh, It's beautiful. I wrote this. Thank you. All the string parts. I play the guitar, you know, piano, everything. Listen to this. My fucking solo. All right. Well, it wasn't that much of a solo. But, um, yeah. So, uh, well, thanks for joining, Ben. Thank you to Profit to the Nations. Thank you, Baram U. Thank you, ED179 something, uh, and anybody else who might have joined uh, that I didn't notice. Um, I'm Lee Sanger Gold. You've been listening to me talk on the internet. Today's episode brought to you by LGR Liberal Guilt Radio and the generous donations of liberal guilty people like you. So um, do the right thing this weekend, give somebody else the right away tip 30 percent uh uh you know park tight so somebody can get in behind you in your spot and uh i don't know plant a tree or something sound good wow i love it all right well shabbat shalom my friend shabbat shalom all right folks we'll catch you on the flip